It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I will be physically harder and mentally stronger than anything that comes against me, my family, my business, my brothers, my sisters, my team. I will be the one that is physically harder and mentally stronger, and I will work to maintain that position. This next generation is just such a fucking group of pussies, man. I, I just... The, for, for the small group of savages out there, run these fucking kids right over, man. Uh, uh, w- w- one more time, Mr. Dana White. This next generation is just such a fucking group of pussies, man. I, I just... The, for, for, for the small group of savages out there, run these fucking kids right uh, over, man. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Thank you for joining me. On this wonderfully gloomy and rainy Pump Day, Pump Day, Pump Day. Boy, oh boy, do we have a show in store for you today. We've got listener mail coming up, brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. We, 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 well, we, we, we have songs. We have songs to sing. We have amazing stories and, and, and amazing observations. I, I, I must, because I'm modest, I, I must observe this. You know those memes that go around says, uh, you know, they, they play like rap music and then rap music of their generation. They say, we ain't the same. I, I, I got a version of that today. Um, just re, re, real on, uh, on the quick side. Um, let me see. Where are we at here? Uh, I could have had this set up earlier, but I, I didn't want to. Um when, when, when they say we ain't the same, uh, your generation, you grungers. Now, now, first of all, those two songs that I played before are two of my all-time favorite grunge-era songs that don't involve Chris Cornell. I, I love the song Black by Pearl Jam, and, and Alice in Chains, like Lane Staley, is a close second place for my, one of my favorite voices. In that era, definitely in that era, definitely second favorite. But you had songs that said, You had to do, 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 do. Well, we had songs like this. There's a small difference here. This is what we had. Damn it, Vince Neil sings. Doot, 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 versus... Shout at the devil. Uh, to say it the way the kids are saying it, we ain't the same. Now, from that same music block, uh, this Lane Staley song here. Um, where's that? I, I I stay away. Well. Somebody! 
the same. Not by a long shot. We ain't the same. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we, as I get my musical observations out of the way. Oh, my lucky oh. stars. First one here today, Braddy Kid in the house. When last year Whoa. I spent more money on spilt liquor. When did you spill liquor? And from one side of this world to the other we didn't than travel. you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing. What? Diamond ring wearing. That's true. Kiss stealing. Yeah. Woo, wheeling dealing. Yeah. Limousine riding. Well, jet flying. Yeah. Son of a gun. Woo. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Yeah, there you Woo. go. Boy, Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid is in a mood today. She says, with Arnie cooking more and unsupervised, I need a home job. So if your company is hiring, let Arnie know so this girl can work from home. Triple T says, seriously, Braddy? What, what, what are you asking seriously? That I'm cooking more unsupervised at home or that she wants to work from home? I, I, I can cook unsupervised. Today I made award-winning French toast. Yeah, not quite yet Michelin star. Like this would win like a local cookout. Maybe a national cookout. We'll, 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 be, we'll be modest. We'll say a national, a, a national cookout. My French toast. I'm, I'm experimenting right now with the bread. We have some regular old white bread here, and I use that today. It's a little too soggy. Now, I used my buttermilk bread the, the, the first time I made it. That, that bread's a little too uh, tightly woven. So uh, we're, we're going to keep experimenting, and, and it will reach Michelin star status the way my other breakfasts have. But, yeah, I don't need supervision when I'm cooking. It's only when I'm oil, you know, cooking up my coconut oil. Chaz Man says, happy motherfucking hump day. Right back at you. Wishing all the ass of fam- uh, family a fantastic day. Oh, looky there. Our man from the Orient is here. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here. We speak American, okay, but Nate says, good morning, Ask and AIG. Wow, we had lightning all night. It was a great show. We had that happen a couple nights ago, which means lightning's headed our way because you're in Colorado. Uh, yes, and I call it Colorado because I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we had a big lightning storm the other night. It was awesome. It, I mean, you were, fucking dogs were freaking out, but uh, I didn't care. I thought it was pretty cool. Trash Panda said, morning, family. House of Pain says, happy. Whoa, get the right sound effect, dummy. Hump day. Right there. Uh, happy hump day ass family. We're right back at you. Oh, my lucky stars. Woo. 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 The Warbird is in the house. He says, good morning. I get to listen live today. That's awesome, brother. I, I hope those wonderful people in Alabama are treating you well, because if not, I'm right, I'm right around the corner. Man. You can tag me in, brother. Alabama, Texas, coming up, buddy, coming up. Oh, I'm looking forward to it this year. I, 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 I don't have a lot of hope, but I, I do have some hope. More hope than I had last year, but that, that's just me. Uh, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, no, we're definitely not going to do that. We're probably going to upset them a little bit today. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. There you go. Braddy Kid says, yes, Triple T. I'm looking for an at-home job. And yes, Arnie scares me cooking unsupervised. Triple says, uh, I will DM you. 
Uh, but he really is a good cook. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you want? I, 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 I will not continue this show. I, I will turn this show around and go home and t- until you tell me what you want. You have never said that I was a good cook. You refused to eat my cooking. You told me my mother should have aborted me. Stop telling me my father was hot. <laughs> I'm a good cook. Oh, she's up to something. I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm going to move the show along, but uh, it, my, I'm looking in the rear view. Oh, yeah. Well, Lottie freaking God. Straight fire, definitely all up in the house. He says, happy hump day. Ass family. Derek, my man, Derek is all up Thank in God. here. Yes. Thank God. Derek, good morning to you, my friend. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Right back at you, brother. V. Coop says, we had skinny Vince Neal. Too bad Vince doesn't sound like that anymore. No, God, no. No, now it'd be like, remember when I had a Can somebody give me a Coke? We had Kurt Cobain before his brain was stuck to the ceiling. Amen, we ain't the same. Let Arnie cook. That's my raspberry jelly sandwich bread. Yes, the palate of of an aristocrat. Thick cut about an inch. Uh, thick uh, brioche, brioche bread should hold up well. Okay. Sassy Pammy in the morning. Good morning to you. Uh, Derek's laughing. Ogre, buenos dias. Well, buenos dias, mi amigo. Uh, let's start off the show, shall we, with the uh, the news of yesterday. There's a couple big stories yesterday. One not getting nationally reported as much as I think it should be because it's fucking hysterical. But we'll go with the other one first. Donald Trump found guilty in a civil case. It's a civil case. Um, a federal jury in New York where let's real let's let's just say it. Do you think Donald Trump was going to get a fair trial? But whatever, it's a civil case. Um, they found him uh, not liable for rape, but liable for sexual abuse and defa- uh, defamation. Defamation is too close to defecate for me. That, that one, When I see that word written, I start to chuckle a little bit because defecate is a funny word. Oh, stop it. Yes, we're all three years old around here before you get on your high horse. We like words like defecate and... Feces! 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 It's funny. So the defecation suit or defamation... That's why I'm going to start calling them defecation suits. Uh, The defecation suits... He's going to have to pay a bunch of money to her because he said he didn't know who she was. He denied everything, called her a liar, called her a liar in public. So she took him to court, court to listen to their evidence. And now this is the way you have to explain it. In a civil trial, you need a majority of the jury. Meaning out of 12 jurors, you need seven. In a criminal proceeding, 
I think it's pretty much all criminals. You have to have the entire jury. I know in capital murder and things like that, you have to have the entire. They cannot have reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt is the difference between big boy court and civil court. If you have a reasonable doubt in big boy court, people walk free. All it takes is 1% of reasonable doubt. Civil cases, seven out five of the jurors can, can be on your side and the other seven can hate you and say, yeah, he's guilty. And they, it's over. That's why it's so fast. Uh, this was a carefully planned verdict. Makes him financially liable. He's been given a scarlet letter and scandalized to make him less electable. However, they made sure not to actually lock him up criminally because this is dopey, slobbery followers would do something drastic and stupid. And every part of that... Correct the mundo! Yes, absolutely. People ask me why this happened. It has to be unanimous beyond a reasonable doubt. Yes, that's what... Exactly, yeah. Um, it, but if you have reasonable doubt and you, you're, you're a jury member, then that person's going to walk free. So... It's exactly, and Ogre beat me to the punch. And he, I know he didn't mean to, but that's all this is. This is slowly for the machine to be able to use against him in the campaign trails. For example, why would you can why would you vote for a convicted? They'll use that word because it sounds good. A convicted sexual abuser. Oh, by the way, he doesn't have to, like, check in the neighborhoods either. He's not a, once again, this is a civil case. Um, and that's what this is for. We, we've talked about this. This is just the ne- next arrow they're shooting in his side. This is like the, the, the bullfights in Pamplona. I don't even know if they do them still there. But if you don't get the bull's heart on the first shot, well, you're pretty much, well, and they don't. They, they like to make a show out of it. They, they don't go for the heart. They go for the spine. I'm sorry. Forgot that. But they put a lot of fucking darts in, in the bull before they put the final spear in the spine and kill said bull in the bullfights. Yes, it's horrible. It's their culture. I'm not going to fucking say it. Oh, I, V. Coop, I understand he's not convicted, but they will use that word. I agree with you. He's not convicted, but they will say he is a convicted sexual abuser. Mark my words. A, it's easier to say than, oh, he was held liable for sexual abuse. He's a libelous sex Nobody knows what a libelous sex abuser is. And these are just all these arrows they're sticking in his side. Now, sometimes the bulls fight through it and end up killing the matador before that last spear is gutted into their spine. It's happened. Now, granted, the bull ends up dying anyway, so, I mean, yeah. Sometimes the bulls don't get the spears. Sometimes they don't die. Sometimes the matadors win, don't win. Right now, right now, Mad Door scoring some shots. 
They're all flesh wounds. I'm telling you, that one big dagger they're waiting to stick into a spine, COVID. They already are. It's all over Twitter uh, from the traitor who fucked the Chinese spy, yeah? Um, are you see that Greg Gutterfield is now stealing stories you cover? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, they, I, whatever. Yeah, everybody steals from me. I'm on the earliest. I'm on live so they can listen to me. Hey, Greg Gutterfield, big fan. Big fan. Would love for you to have me on your show. Get me some national exposure. All you writers that are in line right now picketing in Hollywood that are listening, hey, I support your cause. By the way, great Ted Lasso this weekend, in case Jason Sudeikis is listening. Or, 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 or Brett Goldstein, if you're listening. Roy Kent, you're my hero. Great episode this week. You brought it back. You brought it back, Ted Lasso. I support you guys out there on the picket line. Just stop stealing my shit. Give me some fucking credit. Saturday Night Live writers, I'm talking right to you. Uh, they're scared of him, and they're trying to do everything they can to stop him. Yep. Oh, uh, they, and, that, and that's what this is. But what a tangled web we weave when first we try to deceive. I know I fucked that up. But I don't care. It sounded almost good. Yesterday, oh boy, get your popcorn ready, California. This this story makes me happy. California Governor Gavin Newsom has said yet and has declined to endorse the cash payments for reparations. And he is quoted. The Reparations Task Force, independent findings and recommendations are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance justice, blah, blah, blah. This has been an important process. We should continue the work, blah, blah, blah. I want the meat of it. Uh, Dealing with that legacy is about much more than cash payments. Many of the recommendations put forward by the task force are critical action items we've already been hard at work addressing. Breaking down barriers to vote, bolstering resources to address hate. They don't give a fuck about that. They want their money. And you fucking racist is holding it up. Wow. I Literally, I... I There is, I want to say good for him. I I do. I I really want to say good for Gavin Newsom. I don't think it's actually in my vernacular. So, so, so I, 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 I can't. And I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm truly, truly sorry. God damn this thing. Um, because he knows in his heart of hearts that California can't afford this. I mean, I, I, I mean, yesterday when Swing he... Low, Swing low, sweet chariot, sweet 
That one could get me canceled, everybody. <laughs> yes, I do laugh at my own jokes. I don't care. I don't care if you hate me for it, because that shit was just funny as hell. Um, Watching the further implosion of California from outside the confines of New Mexico has been one of the few benefits to dwelling in this desert hell. Longhorn Wiener Dad says, good morning, brother. Ask family, it's my Friday, and y'all know what? That sucking of cocks continues at the University of Oklahoma. I said a song, a real song, like Camp Town Lady. <laughs> I can't look that one up too fast, but let's see. Oh, here might be, this might be another good one. Hey. Coming for the carry me home. No, the Eddie James one was better. I, I got to download that one. I mean, this is gold. Swing low. Can you imagine Gavin Newsom walking out to this? He then looks at the crowd and he says, I don't know if you've noticed, but there certainly are a lot of Negroes in sports. Yeah. Oh, Glenn Kuyper. No, Glenn Kuyper, I don't want to hear from you. We had a phenomenal day today. No. Nigger League Museum. Oh, dear God. And Arthur Bryant's Barbie. Jesus Christ. V Coop, what's up, buddy? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I got to plug you in the right phone. Now go. You there? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that. I had the wrong phone plugged in. So apparently Newsom hasn't totally given up on the reparations. What they're doing is instead of having like a, a specific amount everybody's going to get, he's trying to set it up to where people are, to where they can get um, a, a certain amount. And it's going to depend on what they're able to do. Uh, he's trying to make it a little more more fair. And so what he's going to do is he's going to have all the money printed up and he's going to crumple it up and tape it to uh, plants out in a field and then he's going to make them go out into the field and they can collect uh, however many reparations they want to now 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 can we can if we put a bunch of crumpled up dollar bills out in a field somewhere now i'm just trying to help the governor here yeah of course people are going to find them real easy so it's going to go away hard what if we were to do this just 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 hear me out what if we were to camouflage them all, I don't know, and, and, and get I, maybe an abundance of cotton balls, and we get a rubber band and cotton balls, and we tie it to the bottom of it, and we throw them all in that field, and they can go out and get those? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because we don't want people nitpicking. Um, like We don't want to see, uh, oh, I'm not going to pick up that $20 bill because there's 100 here. So, right. yeah, covering and cut. And also, we got to be conscious that there's a – immigration issue going on so we're right. probably going to need some officials on prob maybe horses maybe maybe um, i'm not sure and, i'm not you know sure what? we don't want we don't want anybody just trying to do their job under the orders of the governor to be um to have any type of 
negative negativity put on them. Uh, we don't want people identifying them and like tracking their families. So we should right. also probably cover them in something. Okay. All right. Hey, I, I'm, I'm liking these ideas where we're going because I believe too in the reparations. We should do it. I, I'm all in favor. Jesus yeah, Christ. I mean, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so fucked up. I mean, you sent me a video last night that I'm going to play here in just a second. We're so fucked up right now that, that all I can do is laugh now. I can't get mad anymore. I just have to laugh because it's so absolutely, objectively stupid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then um, I'm sure Gavin and all his wisdom, too, will, He'll the people setting up the field uh, are probably going to be people that he believes are good at landscaping. He's going to yes, have yes. the Hispanics doing that. Well, them and 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 maybe you know if, if the railroads somehow get involved, we can we can get some. Mage might know some people, and we'll give them those little like you know those little triangle hats, and they can go out there and help you know put in. They can help with the new high speed rail system. Yeah, and Boom. since uh, since he's also having issues because of the high minimum wage keeping businesses around, he's going to try to have a business uh, be part of this, probably like KFC. Yeah, uh, sponsorship, Yum Foods. I love it. Maybe get Popeyes involved. Oh, yeah. You know he's sitting down taking notes on all this right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and, and you know, where this is going to be, we have to have a Planned Parenthood right around the corner. Oh, Planned Parenthood's always going to be around wherever there's black people. <laughs> All right, B. Coop, I'm going to let you go, buddy. All righty. See you, pal. Oh, yes. And what, if somebody right now is like freaking out, oh, my God, that's like the most racist thing that's ever happened on the show. It's funny. That's why. It's what's called satire. You, 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 might, you might say, oh, you hide behind that so you can get your, I have no agenda. I, I have zero agenda. I think white people are just as evil as every other group of people on the face of the earth. I don't hold white people up as some kind of fucking beacon of truth. I'm white. I know how fucking awful we are. You don't hear a lot of black serial killers. Now, there's there's a lot of black people in prison, and I'm not saying there ain't no black serial killers. Majority of serial killers, white. Which means white people are just as fucked up. So I, I, I love these groups that say, oh, we're the, we're the chosen group. We're this, that group. Shut the fuck up. Hey, man, you want to have your beliefs and you want to have your, 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 little, your, little, your little burning parties and you want to do all that kind of stuff, hey, more power to I ain't going to tell you no. I'm not going to go to it. I don't believe in it. I think it's stupid. There you go. I said it. I think, I think it's a waste of time. Now, if you decide to hurt somebody and infringe on somebody's rights, then I hope that you are arrested. And I hope that they go to the full extent of the law because if you hurt somebody, just based on the color of their skin, you're a piece of trash. And that has absolutely nothing to do with satire and jokes. Well, the satire and jokes could lead to that. Well, that's a pretty weak-minded person. First time I ever got arrested, and let me just tell you, I'm so proud to be able to say the first time I got arrested. We were out breaking mailboxes. 
Now, we didn't do the old mailbox baseball, the old-fashioned way of just driving and hitting it with a bat. No, we found the fanciest mailboxes in neighborhoods. You know, the ones that look, some people had a mailbox that looked like their house. That was, that was the golden goose. That was the unicorn to find the house that looked like the house. And we would get out of the car. Why? Because we were asshole kids. And we would beat the shit out of the mailbox. Well, we did this a couple weekends. The second weekend we did it was proving to be one too many weekends. It was October 6th, 1988. I remember the date and always will. We went out after a, a high school football game. And... We decided to go and break some mailboxes. And we went in, uh, and I live in, uh, lived in Garland. And right down the road from us, we could cross over and go into Dallas. And we went into a neighborhood that we kind of knew. We knew where we had a buddy that lived in this neighborhood. And, and I wouldn't break his mailbox. We wouldn't break his. But, you know, once again, asshole kids. So... We go out there, and we find a mailbox, and we beat the shit out. We get back in the car. Well, just so happens that we beat the shit out of a mailbox of a Dallas cop. Alicia, I didn't play your song. I'm so sorry I didn't play your song for you. I was in the middle of conscious thought there. Uh, She says, "Ah, I was two and a half years old when that happened. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was 17. I had just turned 17, which is paramount to the story. Um, the fresh off-duty Dallas cop heard the commotion, got into his squad car that was parked behind his house, which we didn't see, and then turned the corner and, woo, lit us up. Now, the driver of the car was 16. The person riding in the passenger seat was seven, or 15. And then you had, as they called him, me, the ringleader in the back at 17. By the way, 17 years old in the state of Texas means you are tried as an adult. We get out of the car. And the, the cops, they, they, they question the two dummies. The ones that didn't have slick fathers like I did, who would teach me how to get out of a situation like that. They said, what are you boys out doing tonight? One guy goes, oh, we just got done with softball practice. And this is back before we played sports year-round. There was no goddamn sports. There was no fucking softball leagues going October. So you pretty much just told the cops we have bats in the car. As soon as he said that, I just shook my head in the back seat because they told me to stay in the back seat. Um, they walked him to the back, patted him down, put him in cuffs. Passenger brought him out. Went with the same story for some reason. Yeah, we're at softball practice. I'm like, God damn it, shut up with the fucking softball. Patted him down, put him in cuffs. Then it was my turn to get out. They saw my ID and they said, oh, the ringleader. I was like, the ringleader? He goes, well, you're 17. I had turned 17 literally, literally 20 days before. 
and I'll never forget the cop says, where do you guys get the idea for this? And the fucking, the 16-year-old the goes, we saw it in Stand By Me. I, I've never rolled my eyes louder in my life. I was like, oh, Jesus. And the cop just fucking launched in on us. Really? You got the idea from a movie. If they were to jump off a bridge in that movie, would you idiots be jumping off bridges? And I just sat there and was quiet the entire time. Now, the end of the story is the best part. See, but my, my point of telling that story was getting to the point of, well, if somebody heard you and said that, then that's a weak-minded, stupid person that's as stupid as the idiots that I committed a, a, a federal crime with. Best part of the story, because I can't leave you hanging. Those two get taken to juvenile hall. I'm with them, right? And their parents come down. Parents are all looking at me like I'm a bad guy. I'm I, I'm, I'm the same year in the class as one of the guys. We're one year ahead of the other guy. It's not like I'm a 27-year-old doing this. Cops look at me, and they just start laughing. They go, all right, you're next. And I'm like, oh, you call my parents? And they're like, oh, no. No, no, we didn't call your parents. You have to do that. You're an adult, after all. And whisked me away to the lovely Lou Starrett Correctional Facility in downtown Dallas, Texas. Where I was fingerprinted by one of the inmates. And he gave me a little bit of a hand massage, too, which freaked me out. Now, the best part or worst part of the entire story you get to, you, you get to decide for yourself is that this was Texas OU weekend, which is the most arrests that happen in the downtown Dallas area. All year long. I was not celebrating Texas OU weekend. I was breaking mailboxes. Well, I, I admit to it now because the statute of limitations is way over. Um, and when they put me in the tank, because that's where they were putting everybody. Yeah, I knew three people in there. And that is a hand to God story. I knew three people that were in the jail with me. I didn't know if I was happy or really disappointed in myself at that moment. And uh, they call me down to tell me what's going on because, once again, I'm a 17-year-old punk kid. I have no idea what's going on. I know I broke the law. I don't know what happens now. So they, they you know, I go in front of a little, you know, screen judge or whatever, and they're all right, uh, you know, your first offense, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, $400 or you pay, you know, pre-trial. And I was like, what's pre-trial? They go 10%. I was like, okay. I didn't have $40. So I had to make that call. Had to make that call to daddy. Uh, dad, uh, I was arrested. His first question was, were you drinking? I said, no, sir. And I wasn't. I did not have a drop of alcohol in me that night. One of the rare nights in high, rare Friday nights in all my high school career that I was not drunk. He goes, where you at? And I was like, and I gave him the address. He goes, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yes, my dad, my dad, too, has visited the Lou Starrett Correctional Facility as well. Very, very proud to admit that. I, I, I don't think I got to see his, his rock that he chiseled in. 
Uh, but it took a while for my dad to get down there, and, and he did the pretrial thing of $40, thinking I didn't know. He's like, ah, I had to spend 400 goddamn dollars. My dad wasn't even mad, but I'll, I'll get to that here in a second. Um, they didn't have a chance to outfit me in a jumpsuit and, and, and slip-ons because I was going to be getting out soon. They kind of knew it. They did put me in my own, like, chamber finally, and they brought me a bologna sandwich, and it had bar S bologna on it. I'll always remember it, and I, and, and Braddy Kid loves this story because this is why I choose bar S bologna. Bar S bologna to me is the symbol of, of my incarceration for one night. And how I kind of knew it was going to be okay because, well, they at least have bologna. Get out of jail. Walk out, and I look at my dad, and I am ready. I am just ready for the riot act. I am I am so, I have never prepared myself for an ass whooping like this before. Those, those two hours that I had to wait for him to get there, I spent the entire time browbeating the shit out of myself. I opened the door, I, I walked up to him, he gave me a hug. He pushed me away, and he looked at me. And he goes, Arnie, we all fuck up once. Let's go home. I, I, I mean, I was like, what? And now looking back, you know, I'm almost getting sobbing over it because one of the greatest moments of my entire life. And by the way, the reason why I know it was October 6th, 1988 is because my dad's birthday is October 7th. My dad had to wake up on his birthday to a phone call from his little boy that he was incarcerated. <laughs> I tell you what, when I fuck up, I fucking fuck up. But going back to what that whole story was about was the fact that People want to try to say satire causes bad things, and and speaking about things cause no bad people cause bad things. I, I once again going back to the 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 Monday show, we know right from wrong. <laughs> Stephanie says I wasn't born yet. Fuck, I'm old. Were you singing in the jailhouse now? No, I was not. Ah, uh, yes, Bar S. Baloney. I can see the ad campaign touting your return to those golden helicon <laughs> days of being jailed. That story gets you in the feelers. Longhorn Winter says, and that was Jerry's day. It was, I mean, that was dad. Now, now I got home. Mom was a little different. Mom was a little mad. That was the only time I ever heard my mom ever say the F word. Ever. In, in, in my 20-plus years with her. She never said it except that one time because she looked at me and she goes, where you been? And since dad forgave me, I was feeling a little cocky. (laughs) And I said, jail, like a dick. I said it like a dick. She goes, where have you been? And, And she was mad and had every right to be mad. I didn't have any right to be a smug little prick. And I go, jail. She goes, Get in your fucking room. And I was like, and even my dad was like, my dad went around the long way to the kitchen. And that was Jeannie, yeah. What was the year again? 1988. Yes, that was the year of my first arrest. Oh, 
God, I love that. That's one of my favorites right there. Um, all right, let's see here. Um, oh, 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 oh. Last night, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson made a triumphant uh, return, if you will. Here you go. Here's part of it. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. Interesting. Now, Ogre says, yes, Tucker, like making shit up about voting machines. Now... I played that because Tucker Carlson has a lot of fans. Fox News has has felt the brunt of, of his fans departing. That video right there has over 20 million views already. Now, do I think that, that Tucker Carlson is the end-all, be-all when it comes to journalists? No, not not at all. Not not whatsoever. He, he says a lot of truths in there, but he doesn't practice a lot of those truths in there. The truth of the matter is, is that no one should be protected. When and if you fuck up, 
That's what the media is there for. They're reporting the news, and the news is you fucked up. Well, just because you're buddy-buddy with them and you decide, well, I'm going to look the other way. There's a great Twitter debate going on right now before from a former wrestler, Dirty Dutch Mantel. And he simply asked the question about why is this not more reported, and it was about Karine Jean-Pierre. And by the way, boy, that bitch is stupid. Oh, man, did she? Oh, good Lord. She had her stupidest thing she's ever said yesterday. And so the president's going to be very honest, very uh, upfront with the American people. That's what you're going to hear from him, as he always is when he speaks. Well, one more time. And so the president's going to be very honest, very uh, upfront with the American people. That's what you're going to hear from him, as he always is when he speaks. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Well, that's but a lie. A vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? Well, you, you put it in shot form and you put it in there, Joe. That's how. That's that's exactly how you do it. And yes, it was available when you were in office because you took it before you took into office. So you are a liar to the American people, right? I or not. And so the president's going to be very honest, very uh, upfront with the American people. That's what you're going to hear from him, as he always is when he speaks. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. What a stupid son of a bitch. I want somebody to come out. I'm waiting for Joe to come out, like on when it's George Floyd Day, and, and compare him to Nelson Mandela next. That, that, that's what I'm waiting for. Not since Nelson Mandela has someone brought America closer together. Some kind of stupid bullshit about that. Back to Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a media guy. If you follow him, I have nothing to say. It, good for you. You're, you're getting informed as much as Tucker Carlson wants to inform you. Is that the whole way? No. Do I think that there's anybody out there who gives you the entire story anymore? Absolutely not. I try to. I do. I try to. I have my slants on things, so sometimes people look at it and go, well, he's slanted, he's jaded. I try to be as open as honest as I can about all stories and how I feel about it. That's what I'm sharing with you is my feelings on it. Uh, what do you say about voting machines? Didn't he say a bunch of the voting machines were 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 rigged or something like that? I look, I I like Tucker Carlson. I think Tucker Carlson's kind of a, a funny, quirky guy. I like him. I I like the way he reports. I don't have a problem with him. What I have a problem with are the American people. I saw this headline yesterday and it conflustered me. It can flustered me about what people really say and, and then what they really do in this country. U.S. voters are split over whether President Joe Biden should publicly acknowledge his granddaughter bringing his son Hunter's four-year-old love child into the fold of America's first family of poll shows. of the country, they have a a 10% not sure group. 
50% of the country says, oh, this should remain private. He shouldn't say anything about it. Are you out of your fucking minds? What happened to family values in this country? I know that we all made fun of the, the, the talking point of family values. He is not acknowledging the life of a grandchild. He goes on and on and on about the other six, but not number seven? Are you kidding me? Once again, it's time to play Name That Stupid Game. Can you imagine if this had happened to Donald Trump Jr.? He knocks up a stripper, has love child, neglects the love child, doesn't pay child support to the love child, and his daddy Donald will not acknowledge the child. Oh, my God. Set up the crucifixes. There was an issue with Dominion machines. There were multiple voters being interviewed about it. It had problems with, and they were conservative voters. Okay? Um, Well, at least they have a family guy on which to rely. You're not abiding until Joe molests you, right? I mean, seriously. But how can people even be split about this? Oh, it's a private issue. It's a private issue for the most fucking, most public person in the world. You are out of your ever-loving fucking mind. And they tried to say the same thing about Bill Clinton when he got a Hummer in the White House. People tried to say, oh, that's between he and his wife. Not when you're the fucking president of the United States. You represent America. If you don't like the heavy lifting, don't pick up the weights. Arnie, this child isn't part of the blue blood Ivy League type. Now, Zach, I appreciate that, but is there any member of the Biden family who is a part of the blue blood Ivy League type? Hunter smokes crack. Joe is, well, Joe. They're split because the polls are also bullshit. Ever been polled? Me either. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love the, the, the polls that are out. Oh, Joe Biden's leading in the polls. No, he's not. And by the way, so what? Do you not remember 2016? Do you not? I, I mean, uh, real quick, I can do this. I, 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 I can do this all damn day. Um, day before the election, 2016. One poll had Hillary Clinton up 16 points. This is the day before the election. 16 points is what they would start to refer to as a landslide. Now, can we remember who won the 2016 election? That's right, Donald Trump. The, 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 the pollsters are not what they used to be. You, you cannot base anything anymore on pollsters. I, I, I'm truly sorry to tell you that. Um, all right, is that it? Oh, wait, no, we have one more, I think. Let's see. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, this is so glorious. I, I, I love this story so, so very much. 
Um, just because oh, we have the greatest Kamala Harris sound effect of all time. And I have to thank Zach for it. Yesterday, Elon Musk came out and was asked about um, what he thought about Kamala Harris, the uh, Indian giant, being the new czar of AI. Elon uh, Elon Musk said, quote, maybe someone, uh, they should hire someone who can fix their own Wi-Fi router. Woo! Holy shit! Holy shit! Wow. Billionaire Elon Musk lobbed a shot at Vice President Kamala Harris responding on Twitter to the AI czar. Did Elon Musk think they're going to revive Von Neumann and have him head out AI regulation? And that brings us to this. This scrumptious morsel. I play it for you. Enjoy. Today is today. And yesterday was today, yesterday. Tomorrow will be today, tomorrow. So live today. So the future today will be as the past today. As it is tomorrow. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, I'm just guessing. You were literally too stupid to insult. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Today is today. And yesterday was today yesterday. Tomorrow will be today tomorrow. So live today. So the future today will be as the past today as it is tomorrow. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. (laughs) I know that's fake, but it's still funny as hell. She was hanging out with Nancy, wasn't she? Oh, wait, God damn it! you said her name. Now I got to go to this sound effect and go, um... When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. She should do what she does best, keep a stick in her mouth so she can't talk. Put that quote on a graduation card. Put a dick in her mouth so she can't talk. The stick works, too, because she looks like a horse. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, on to our favorite subject, uh, if you will. Just, just a, a couple of things. Um, who's this? Um, French native Halba Duf, a biological male, but for some reason is one of the best runners of track and field for women in France. Well, sadly, she has been banned from participating in the summer 2024 Paris Olympics in an effort to, quote, protect the female category. Well, I only have one fucking thing to say to that. Uh. 
why are people upset at this? We're 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 we're, we're having we've had enough. Budweiser has given these people some courage. Fuck, if they're gonna fucking not drink damn Budweiser, then shit. We're gonna fucking go the other way too. Now we can refer to the women as that category, yeah. So they they banned this uh this gal from running. And then I saw this wonderful, this just just beautiful, just gorgeous, super duper tweet that was put out. And it's this, I don't know, fucking weird looking. Just keep your fucking mouth shut, you lying little abortion. We heard you the first time, Titlet. Um, she's not talking. That's some kind of re-recorded thing. Uh, it's somebody who's got a pentagram drawn on their head. They have rainbow colored hair, spike necklace, purple lipstick, fat, ugly, and is pointing at a pen that they want to buy that says, some women have penises, get over it. Um, um, no, no women have penises. No, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, the, the park's closed. Uh, sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. It, it really should have because, no, 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 me, me, no, no, no. See, see, women do not have penises. You either go this camp. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Or probably in this pig's category. Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. There you go. Um, women don't have penises. Women, they, 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 they can have prosthetic penises. They can have latex penises, but they don't have penis penises. I, I, I know you have to do the double talk for everybody. For everybody. That, that's like going shopping or going shopping, shopping. Okay? It, you, you don't have penis penis. Okay? It, it's not attached. And if you get one attached to you, it ain't real. Okay? It, it, it's not real. It, it, it's fake. But, hey, hey keep, keep on, keep, yeah, keep trucking. Keep trucking for you. If that's what makes you happy, great. Super duper. Pooper scooper. I'm, I'm, I, it, that, it, but, but when, when you come to me and you say, I have to accept that you're a woman, or you're a, you, I, I do not have to accept that. No contraire, mon frere. I do not have to accept it. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to put you in a camp. You're not going to be a part of my life because, in my opinion, once again, my humble opinion, you're a fucking weirdo. Sorry, not sorry. You think women have penises, then suck her dick. People that think women have penises probably think Adele is the greatest ever. God damn it. Come on. We're running behind schedule as we are here today. And then you kids in the back of the car with your damn Adele thing. Hello. It's me. Yeah, we know, hon. You pig. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go. Um, oh, they, they did the live stream last night. Um, you remember I was telling you about that, that, that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
the um, the fundraising telethon for the LGBTQ community. By the way, great job. They had such stars as Leslie Jones, Amy Schumer, Melissa McCarthy, Charlize Theron. And they've raised about $565,000. That's not the best part of the story, though. I mean, that's pretty fucking dismal. I got to say, you didn't raise a million dollars and you got all that star power? But the the quote of the night was this. Hollywood icon. I can I, I, we can talk about that. Charlize Theron. She is a white African American. Has vowed to quote fuck up anyone who attacks the LGBTQ+ community. Um, I know you can only hear me right now, but I, I hope that you hear that I'm raising my hand. Hey, Charlize, you feeling froggy? Then jump. I got lots to say about it. I got lots to say about what kind of mama I think you are. I got a whole lot. And you would refer to them as attacks. So I just have a whole lot to say. Alicia says, come at me, Charlize. See, Charlize, you're going to have a better time fighting me because uh, Alicia will break your spine. See, she, she's, she's, she's like this MMA, like, you know, fucking stealthy type person that, that, that's, oh, God, look, look at me. I, I eat okra and, 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 and I pickle carrots and, and I make my kids drink this weird fucking tea because I, I I'm kind of a hippie, but 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 Arnie loves me. But I'll break your spine. See, I'll just tell you I'm gonna punch you in the damn out. See, Alicia will break your spine, so I wouldn't come at her because she might make you drink some of that weird kale juice that she has. For someone that felt terrorized by Tom Hardy on Mad Max set, she sure has some balls. And see, this is, this, look, look. I got to tell you, I got to tell you real quick. You know my pet peeve list? <laughs> it keeps getting added shit to it. I am a very angry person. But I, I try not to be when I'm off the air, even though I am. Um, One of my biggest, 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 Pet peeves. Special Kale says, who doesn't like kale juice? Giggity. (laughs) That's so fantastic. I wish I knew exactly where the giggity drop was. Oh, my God. That was so fantastic. Good for you. Oh, stewardess. I speak jive. Oh, good. You know what? Hold on a second. We got it. We got it. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, no, can't get rid of those. Get rid of that one there. Hold on, we gotta bring Giggity back. I miss the Giggity sound effect. There we go. Giggity, Giggity, Giggity. There you go, Kale. Just for you. 
I'm a violent, violent hippie. <laughs> I'm a violent hippie. Yes, you are. Oh, so Charlize Theron telling people she's going to be. Oh, but back to my, my, my pet peeves. Chick action movies. I, 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 no, stop. Just stop. Not, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Yeah, Charlize Theron is hot. Yes. Give me all that. Action star. Stop it. Just stop it all. Now, I'll leave you with this story before we take a break and we get to listener mail. Gen Z is doing something correct. I know. I, hold on. Stop the presses. Gen Z has fallen in love with cassette tapes. They say the kids are loving the cassette tapes. Bigger pop artists like the one and only Taylor Swift are selling crazy amount of tapes. Cassette tapes booming again, rewinding the clock back to a boombox era. Swift, Billie Eilish, and Harry Styles have experienced 443% in increase in sales. Now, kids, and by the way, there's a new Walkman out there that will play it. By the way, the new Walkman, yeah, it costs $3,700. Now, now, Kale, this is where I want it to go. This is where I want it to go. Uh, where do they play them? I think that there are a lot of dads out there that grew up when I did. And we're in this age now. Look, we loved our stereo systems back in the day. We would stack them motherfuckers up. You got a receiver, meaning the radio. Uh, um, before compact disc, you had a dual cassette record on there that was hooked in to where you, you didn't lose a generation of recording. You had an equalizer. And if you're lucky, you had then the CD player, and then on the very, very top of that, you would have a turntable. I want the day and age of CDs to come back. Cassette quality sucks, kids. Cassettes are awful. Come back to CDs. Which means come back to Blu-ray. Come back. I don't want cassettes. I don't want video cassettes. I want Blu-rays and DVDs to come back. Why would they cost that much? Just go to Goodwill, right? Uh, It's not a good tape deck unless it randomly eats the tape. Oh, absolutely. At some point, it has to eat the tape. But once again, it proves how stupid kids are. It really does. I mean... You have the ability to either go vinyl, which I love. I love the sound of vinyl. And I know there are a lot of kids that are in vinyl. I know that that uh, Hot Mama's uh, Bad Hair Caden. Bad Hair Caden has a bunch of vinyl. He likes vinyl. And and I like vinyl too, but there's something about the, the CD that just, oh, I love the CD. There you go. 
I was going to order her records, but I'll get all her CDs so we can listen to them all. Fantastic. I can't wait. Ken Dog says, as someone who grew up with cassette tapes, they suck. Are these a new type of cassettes that only can be played with an expensive Walkmans? I'm not sure, Triple Mom of, thre- of Five. I'm not sure. And I have never stopped getting DVDs or Blu-rays. And why the blue fuck would I go back to tapes? Having to fast forward through shit and fix the tape spool? Oh, it was a pain in the ass. We had real struggles. Ogre, you and I are fist bumping right now. You put your fist toward the air right now, my friend. Is Adele on cassette? Fuck you, Adele is not on cassette. God damn it. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, I, I know it's you. We've already had you here today I was once. If now twice. These years you'd like no, me. no. And in, in fact, I need to take a break right now so we can get ready for listener mail, which is next. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you have a last minute. Uh, uh, oh, I hit that too soon and it fucked up my brain. Uh, if you have a last minute email, please... Write me now. Swung you, don't be a fickle fool. If you came here with a gal who has always been your pal, don't you leave her for the first unattached girl? It just ain't cool. You gotta dance with the brung you, swing with the swung you. And I ain't no 40 yard dance. Texas really had some style. He sang good old western swing and drove him wild, wild, wild. I went a talent scout from Vegas, said boy, dress and sing this way. In one short year, he's broke in LA. You've got to dance with who brung you, swing with who swung you.
gotta be real careful what you wish for Cause you just might get the whole darn thing Be sure what you want is really something you can use You might wind up out there singing the blues You got to dance with the wrong you Swing with the swung you Life ain't no 40 yard day This song is dedicated to man's best friend, the chicken. Cause there ain't nobody here but us chickens. On this tag, across the alley from the Alamo lived a pinto pony and an Navajo. Sang a sort of Indian hideo to the people passing by. Oh, tell me. The pinto spent his time a swishing flies, and the Navajo watched the lazy skies. Very rarely did they ever rest their eyes on the people passing by. Oh. One day they went on walking along the railroad track. They were swishing, not looking. <laughs> They never came back Across the alley from the Alamo When the summer sun decides to settle low A fly sings an Indian hidey-ho To the people passing by Oh, let's spit it out, Mr. Jackson That's Tommy, you know, Tommy Jackson Here comes the steel man, here comes the steel man, yeah. One day they went on walking along the railroad track. Yeah. They were switching out of looking. They never came back. Oh. Across the alley from the Alamo when the summer sun decides to settle low. A fly sings the Indian hidey-ho to the people passing come true and when you look at me with those stars in your eyes I could waltz across Texas with you 
across Texas with you in my arms. Waltz across Texas with you like a storybook ending. I'm lost in your charms, and I could waltz across Texas with you. Oh, buddy, now. Troubles are just up and gone The moment that you come in view And with your hand in mine, dear I could dance on and on And I could waltz across Texas with you across Texas with you in my arms Walsh across Texas with you Like a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms And I could waltz across Texas with you This is the Army State Show, also known as S. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the show here on a uh, somewhat gross outside. Hopefully you are doing well today. Uh, if you missed the first hour of the show, I can't help you out except to tell you, go to ArnieRadio.com, log in. And you can download. Oh, you can't log in? You got to join? Yeah, you got to join. It's three bucks a month. Soon to go up. Get it while you can. Get it while it's hot. There you go. Listener Mail is up here and right now. And Listener Mail each and every week brought to you by our fine, fine friends at JS Flooring, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest. The rest like to come to your house for a quote-unquote estimate. But what they're really doing is they're installing mind-controlling devices on your pets that will then allow your pets to be trained to drain your bank accounts so they can fund the senior trans porn movies to those shit-a-stand princes. Now, I know that my friend Jesse at JS Floors is dead set against mind-controlling devices put on pets. That's wrong. It's also wrong to human traffic senior citizens make them have transition surgery just for the amazement of some shit-a-stand princes. Jesse knows that. I mean... See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. See, Jesse gets it. All he wants to do is come to your house, look at your floors, and go, yes, I can help you out. 
I can give you the floors that you want. I can give you the floors that you have always wanted. And all you have to do is call my friend Jesse at 775-267-4123. That's all you have to do. He will not human traffic your grandparents. I promise. That's a guarantee for me. I, I will say this right now. I guarantee. That he will not human traffic your grandparents. Restaurant transition clinics for children on the weekends. Yeah, they're, they're, they're sons of bitches. I tell you that right now. All right, time for listener mail. Let's get to it, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, our, our, our first one has, oh, they have a question. Oh, and it's juicy. It is juicy, so that means we have to... If you have some problems, he can help you out. Finance, love, life, even if you've got the gout. I think you should do it. Go and do it now. Cause he's fixed to go and fuck a cow. first one now this letter is good so we're gonna give it another one and yes we're doing one for me here uh my my, one of my all-time favorites here i know it's not that season but it's close enough Take a minute. Take a minute. Clean, clean the tears out of your eyes. I, I understand. It, it moves me. It does. It moves me too, people. 
That right there, that that could that that would bring world peace. Just I, I'm just telling you, that version of that song. It's amazing. Uh, this is from Gary. Did, did I do all that? Yeah, I did the West Bucky one. Uh, it says, Dear Arnie, I was hoping to get some help on something. I've worked in my office for about three years now, and there's a new woman, and I'll say that she's attractive. Here's the thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is never good. I'm married, and she has started flirting with me. So much so that some of my work friends have noticed. Any ideas on how I should handle this? That's from Gary. Um, are you really asking me how to handle this? Uh, say, say, Gary, are you really asking me? Uh, sniffer work chair. <laughs> Workplace romance equals don't do it. Um, thank you, Ken Dog Singh. Truly amazing. I appreciate that. And you are correct. You are correct. And Alicia tried to get in a, a quick one on me uh, by saying someone's name, but I, I am sorry I caught that one. Uh, it, Gary, is she a child? It takes one moment for her to run to HR. Here, here's the thing. It, no, I, I don't even want to go down that road. Gary? You need you, you need to first tell your wife. <laughs> See, Nasty says, fucker, we did. Cowboys Girl says, you put a stop to that right now. Well, this is the first thing you do. If Gary's last name is Key, tell him to go for it. <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, you You need to go to your boss and say, hey, this is what's going on. You go to your wife first. You tell her, and then you tell the boss, because she needs to be the first one to know, not a wacky podcast host. You tell your wife what's going on. Unless you want out of your marriage. Now, I, it doesn't sound like you want out of your marriage. It sounds like you're kind of scared here. Yes, Gary, you sound like an idiot if you don't know what to do about this situation. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Alicia. You go to your boss, you say what's happening, and, and, and you say that other people have noticed it. You, you, you're not bothered by it. it does, I don't know if you're bothered by it. But you, you, you need to, to maybe find another place in the office to work or maybe you know tell her to tone it down or just look at her and go, hey, I'm fucking married. But at least you went to your boss first before you said, hey, I'm fucking married. You only tell your wife if you love her. If you don't, then don't. <laughs> Thank you, Kale. Wonderful perspective. Um, yeah, look, 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 Gary, if that is your name, how she should handle this is with the most honesty known to me. Look, honesty is always the best policy. It, it, it truly is. The truth will set you free. Yeah, but it might hurt on the way out. Nobody tells you that part. You, get, you you can be truthful and you can be honest here. You didn't do anything wrong yet, Gary. How you proceed now will be how you will be judged. Tread lightly, my friend, and Godspeed. I I I'd, uh, 
That chick ain't flirting. Guys are dumb. Gary, ask your wife if she's down for a three-way. No, Sanchez family. I hope it's not that one. Uh, yeah, Gary, fuck. Come on. Why are you writing me? You should know what to do. You're married, for Christ's sake. You should know, you should know better, Gary. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, just act like your wife is in the room, no problem. Email Hillary that this lady knows secrets about her. Uh, this is from Greg. It says, Arnie, I just wondered why you don't talk more about Ukraine and Russia. What do you think is going to happen there? Love the show. Keep it up. I was going to say, ask your wife to come to your workplace and hit on you, uh, hit on her for you. There you go. ACV Gary, you're in prison. She wants snacks. <laughs> um... I don't talk a lot about right. What's there to talk about? I've said my piece about it. People on this show, there there are people on this show, and and I love them still, that are in favor for all the help that we're giving Ukraine. I think we've done our part. And I'll leave it at that. I think that we've done our part. And if it escalates more and, and, and more countries start to get involved, and I. Greg, what's happening right now in the world is a gigantic chess game. And sadly, Ukraine is a pawn. Russia's, Russia's a big dog that's jumped from the back of the board up and is playing forward. I think that's what they say in, in chess. I'm not sure. Um,. And this is a big chess game. We're waiting for the bigger pieces to move. What's China going to do? Is China going to invade Taiwan? I mean, I've laid this out so many times. And if China invades Taiwan, then they got North Korea on their side to help that. And they'll probably, maybe, you know, they'll throw a couple of bombs in there for Japan for good sake. Then do we get involved? Do we put boots on the ground then? Do we move the boots that we have on the ground in Africa protecting cobalt mines to endure a war? Do we start fighting in, in Africa? Because China has a bunch of military bases and a bunch of, uh, of uh, things there. Interests, that's the word there. In the cobalt mines, do we go to war there? Isn't it weird that our president's son had dealings with both China and Ukraine and all this stuff is going on? Is that a coincidence? Do you believe in coincidences? Is it just dumb luck? I'm not saying that Hunter Biden caused the war. I'm just saying, isn't it interesting? Do you know the best way to get a country out of any kind of financial problems? The best way? We learned this through the Industrial Revolution. That started after a war. And then World War II, the greatest generation. War. War is the best thing for American industry. American industry is kind of down right now. Just a way to kind of jumpstart one, maybe? I don't know. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a wacky podcaster in Rockwall, Texas. 
I don't talk a lot about it because I don't know what the, the next play is. I just don't. And honestly, I've gotten to a point, Greg, and, and, and I'm not trying to be flip with you and I'm not trying to be curt with you because I don't know flip or curt. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. You got to love it. Um, I just don't care. Honestly. I I know as a broadcaster, I I should do better, and I I do stories and things like that. I should probably do better about this, but I I just don't care. And if I don't care, I'm not going to give it my almost on this show. These stories that I do, I find these stories, and I do care about them because either they make me funny or they make me think. They make me laugh. They make me funny. They make me laugh. They make me think. I think some of them are good discussion points. I love the discussions that we get into on the Mixler board. I love when people call in. I love when we have discussions, and Ukraine had given us discussions. But the problem is is that with that discussion, it goes in a circle. There's no end to it because we don't know what the end game is. We don't know what this is all about. I mean, we kind of do. But I don't talk about Ukraine and Russia because I just – I just don't care. Do I want to see Russia win? No, I've never rooted for Russia a day in my life. Yeah, remember, I was brought up during the Cold War. We were taught to hate Russians. Why do you think most action movies in the late 90s, early 2000s, the bad guys had changed from black to Eastern European, a.k.a. Russians or, you know, social, you know, the... The Soviets, because those were our bad guys. We've never rooted for them. And by the way, I never will. I believe in miracles. One of the greatest moments in American history is when the U.S. hockey team beat the Ruskies in the 1980 Olympics. CA20 says, Wolverines! just don't care. Now, now, I will say this, if one of those countries, and, and, and I always talk about this, I want to see a country invade us. I do. I want to see it. I know that there will be cameras on the ground, and holy shit, is that country going to get the shit beat out of it? Better dead than red. Amen to that. I just don't care. Don't care. And by the way, I know that nobody will ever invade us because nobody's that stupid. I, I, oh, shit. I just said it. I, I, did, I just said it. I, I should have just said what's next. I, I should have just said that because I, I, I can't even do it. I can't even do it with a straight face anymore. I mean. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. It's just so dumb. So, so dumb. But, Greg, I appreciate the question. I, 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 I truly do. Hey, Putin, I dare you to say shit about the trans community to Charlize Theron. <laughs> now, that's fucking funny. Um, Edge, here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is last-minute email from Brian. It says, Arnie, enjoying the show. 
One thing I'd like to hear you discuss is financial investing. I think everybody's hearts just stopped. But I know you're going to say that you're not really in your wheelhouse, but that's exactly why I want to hear your opinions on financial investments. What does an average guy like you invest your money in for the future? In baseball caps. In sunglasses. In t-shirts. I am not the investment person in the household. I live with a very, 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 very smart investing person. In bratty kid. Um, I am terrible financially, to say the least. To say the absolute least, I am the absolute worst. <laughs> so it's just typical Brian letter. Um, I will say this. You, you did open up a, 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 a funny thing. Hostess. <laughs> um, my dad tried to teach me a little bit about investing, so I'll say this right here. Um. One company that I know that you can invest in, but their their stocks are really, really expensive, is Berkshire Hathaway. That's Warren Buffett's group. My dad believed in it. My dad would always tell me, if you do invest, invest in things that you believe in. I said, okay. That never, no. Um, I saw a commercial the other day about annuities. I have no idea, and I don't need it explained to me because I'll never need to know this. I have so much room in my brain left to where I don't need to learn new stuff to where old stuff is pushed out because I'm afraid it'll push out old wrestling stuff. And I want to keep that because I enjoy those memories. But this commercial says, don't go out and just buy an annuity. And I thought to myself, I I, I paused the TV after that for a second. And I was by myself watching this, and and I, I, I took great amusement in this. Don't just go out and buy an annuity. Do, do people just go out and buy a new... Is that in the last-minute item thing? Is that next to all the Bic lighters and beef jerky when I check out of Walmart or annuities? Don't just go out and buy an annuity. You'll have to do some research. Yeah, no shit. Thank you for this wonderful commercial. So whoever the company is that says... Do not go out and just buy annuities. I would never buy anything from that company, Brian. I don't know what company it is. But anybody who's stupid enough to think we're stupid enough that we're just going to go out and buy an annuity without looking into it. If you have structured settlement but need cash now, call J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. Look, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you want to play in the stock market, I look at the stock market like this. The stock market is the most legalized gambling that we have. People bet on what the futures of pig bellies are going to be. They 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 bet on frozen orange juice. And I only know this because I love the movie Trading Places. And it's a bet. I don't like to gamble. I didn't like, that was the one thing, and I love the fact that I was as addicted to things as I get. Gambling wasn't one of them because I'm so bad at it. I am the worst gambler. 
I, I, I don't need my fingers to count when I'm playing 21. But poker, I, you people that are really good at poker, hats off to y'all. Because I don't think about what other people might have. I'm worried about what I have. And see, that's what makes me a terrible poker player. I suck at poker. And, and me saying that, please don't invite me to a poker game because I will not attend. Don't get into gambling or you'll have to deal with Tony Soprano or Richard Priel. <laughs> Some of Croft and companies like Amazon, which aren't going anywhere, are typically good investments. Okay. Uh, you know, there's lots of... Uh, Brian, you asked me about my, my if I were to get into it. I would read a lot up on it, and I would find stable companies to invest in or, or stable things like T-bills and CDs, which do not play music. Low-hanging fruit again. Those are things that I, I, I know are, are decent that will help your money you know, work for you. Not maybe at the speed the stock market will, but... And then there's some financial... I would go to a financial planner. My dad had a great financial planner, even though he did like to play in the stock market game. My dad was up on that stuff. My dad wasn't very good. He wasn't great at it, but he was pretty good. He was a lot better at that than he was picking horses. I'll tell you that right now. Does Amazon have uh, separate stocks for its divisions? If not, I'd be wary. The entertainment division doing that Lord of the Rings thing could go south in a quick hurry. Yeah. I like to look at it this way. This is, Brian, you want my, my honest opinion? This is my honest opinion. Invest in things people like. Invest in things that people cannot live without. You'll have to figure out what that is. I don't know what that is for everybody. You find what people can't live without, and I'm not talking trendy stuff to, that you can't live without, like a sex change operation or anything like that. Um, you know, pharmaceutical companies. Hell, this morning we heard that, that cassettes are going up. Maybe look at I, I don't know. But find stuff that people like. That's what you should invest in. Not necessarily what you like, what the masses like. Freddie Kid says investing is easy, and that's why you're good at it, and I'm not. Um, you also have to understand that investing is an up-down, long-term thing. Every time my 401k takes a small shit, I have to remember it'll go up again and even more so. Buy low, sell high. Remember, it's an investment. What goes up comes down. It's long-term, and leave it be. There you go. A great question. A question I'm never asked on this show, and rightfully so, because like I said, I invest in hats, T-shirts, and sunglasses. And by the way, they are all so valuable to me. Doesn't bother me. Nobody else likes them. I love them. I love my new hat. My, 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 my new Morse code hat. I cannot wait until I get to do my sign language hat. That's stuff I invest in. Yes, because I'm a child. I, it's okay. You can name call me. I'll call myself the same names. 
Fred says, I was told that when I was younger, to my knowledge, the things that I don't ever see going away, housing, plumbing, electricity, and technology. Here's one for you. Casket companies. You, you, you want to know about it? I'm just going to tell you right now. Casket companies. Death. You, you, want to, you want to know what a strong investment is? Invest in death. You know why? It's never going away. If you can find out who the, the, the company is that, that publicly trades the stocks of casket makers, and I don't mean to be morbid here, but in 2020, you would have made a gazillion dollars. Don't invest in Bud Light until they're fixing to be straight again. Invest in Texas Tea, Black Gold, Exxon Mobil. Pharmaceutical as baby boomers retire, that shit's going to blow up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, invest in stuff that people can't live without. That's the that that that's the 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 best thing that I can I can give you there. So there you go. I hope they help you, Brian. Thank you for the great question. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? <clears throat> Invest in crypto. <laughs> if anyone, and I mean anyone, can give me an answer, it will be you. Now, I've been looking forward to this question. And before anybody gets to be a smartass, Alicia, bratty kid, Pam, ogre, everybody, you're all on notice here. Before anybody wants to be a smartass and say, the ingredients... Don't do it. Breaking news, Nosen won't back the reparations. Swoosh, I did that story to start the show off with. That story is so an hour and 56 minutes and seven seconds old. I have always wondered what's the difference really between soft serve ice cream, frozen yogurt, and frozen custard. Is it me or are all they the same? That is from Katie. And I'm just going to tell you, Katie, great question. Great question. We've all gone to the frozen yogurt place. We've all gone there and we've gotten our cups and we've put in our chocolate and vanilla swirl or your strawberry. And then you dump loads of fucking Reese's on there or gummy bears. Da, 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 da. See, see, y'all, y'all are starting. Y'all are starting. I don't need the, the, the yogurt has cultures in it. Ice cream and custard is the fat content, I think. They all, what, what, what we're saying is here, they, it, it, it tastes pretty much the same. It's cold, it's sweet, and it is delicious. Ogre says, I said nothing. Nothing. Yes, I know you did. You did your job. Now, I ask this question here. If I were to sit you down, blindfolded, I could not pass this test. I know this for a fact. Even though I have a, a quite a refined palate, just ask me. 
<laughs> Christopher said, I, and I didn't warn Christopher. Christopher, you too. He says, dun, dun, dun. The self-restraint I'm using right now could cut diamonds. I understand. I understand. And this is why I had a prerequisite, because otherwise the mixer board would be ingredients, dairy, this, that, the other. I don't want that. What I want to know, Aspen, is if I set you down blindfold and put a, a, a cup of soft-serve ice cream in front of you, a cup of frozen yogurt in front of you, and a, fro- and a cup of frozen custard in front of you, could you tell the difference? That's my question. Christopher, Mr. Smart Guy there. Alicia, Miss Culture's in it. If I were to sit you down, blindfold you, and tell you that what's what is in front of you, and you have to pick out which one's which, could you actually do it? Kale says, yes, I can. Now, I, I have a follow-up. It's a fair follow-up. Um, Ogre says, I couldn't because COVID took my taste buds. CA20 says, no. Christopher says, with ease. Sassy Pammy says, yep. B Coop says, I can tell frozen yogurt from soft serve, but don't think I ever had frozen custard. Now, how can you tell? I, I, this is the, I'm learning today. I'm not calling you out. I'm learning today. Once again, once again, this show, this show for the love of Christ is an educational program after all. My God. See, Nasty says, yep, the question's almost as dumb as Gary's. Well, thank you. Katie, Katie, I share in your dumb question here. How can you tell the difference? I want to know. Because if I, I'm going to Ranger game, I think, this weekend. Is it this weekend or next week? I'm going to Ranger game, going to see the Rockies play. Now, one of my staples when I go to a Rangers game is I get soft serve in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a batting helmet. Not the big batting helmet, even though that is available. Maybe I'll get the big batting helmet this time. But whatever is available in the all-you-can-eat thing. Um because that's where we go. When we go to the ball games, we go to the all-you-can-eat section. Um, you were to, you would give me soft serve, and you were to give me some frozen custard. I couldn't tell you one from the other. With Arnie fucking all these cows, I've noticed a difference in my ice cream. Yeah, a little tangier, little tart, if you will. But no, I this is a fair question. I I just want to know how you tell the difference. I mean, for me, for doctor, but like, there's a lot of people that when they say, oh, you, you can't tell the difference between soda. Oh, I can. I, oh, I definitely can. There's a, there's a, uh, a, a more of a bite with Coca-Cola. When, when you take a, a drink of Coke, it, it, there, there's a, a small bite to it that, that it has. Pepsi is really, really sweet. 
And Dr. Pepper covers your tongue like a warm blanket in a cold, cold cabin. That's that's the best way I can describe it. Soft serve is the same shit, just dense and not as cold, at least to me. That is, I can definitely tell when it's frozen yogurt. There's a slight bitterness to it. Okay. All right. They, like, I, I can't tell. My, 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 my taste buds just like cold, sweet things, I guess. I, I, I didn't say I didn't eat any of those. I eat all three of those. Depending on what the place has and what they're serving, I'll have all three. I don't care. But I, I, I don't taste that. So, Katie, I guess uh, with yogurt, there might be a small bitterness to it. I guess that's why you hide it with gummy bears and Oreos. Texture is different for yogurt. Well, I'm not talking about yo play. I'm talking about frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt and soft serve are pretty, I mean, soft serve is a little creamier, but you let that frozen yogurt melt a little bit, and it's kind of creamy. Just saying. Uh, Very, very interesting question. And we got some good questions today. Mine is Gary's. Gary's question was terrible. Soft serve is way better tasting. Frozen yogurt has a different taste. Okay, all right. Hey, I'll believe you. I've never noticed it. Yeah, frozen. I I love when people like 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 frozen yogurt. As a kid, you're so you're so stupefied. You're like, oh my god, it tastes just as good as ice cream, but it's yogurt. And then you go to the grocery store and you go, ooh, they have yogurt here. And then you open it up and it's like yo play, and you're like, what is this punishment from my mouth? All I know, Ogre says, all I know is Bluebell is the truth, y'all. Oh, amen to that. Homemade vanilla and, and Dutch chocolate. The NAACP approved fucking mixing of cultures there. Whoo, that is good. That is good. Mm, good. So there you go. All right, Katie, I, I hope we answered your question. I really do. I don't think we did. But, hey, keep keep eating them all because they're all delicious. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? For that, uh, figuring out the difference between those desserts is even easier than telling the difference with sodas. Not only do they all taste different like soda, but the texture is different as well. Soft serve is by far the best. Okay. Frozen, I, I've had frozen custard. Once again, it tastes like ice cream to me. Uh, I, I like it a lot. I, I like ice cream. But the, anything that has the words ice and cream in it is, is far better than anything else. Bluebell is coming out with a new flavor uh, on uh, bring back one back in two weeks. Okay, sweet. He doesn't know the flavor yet. Kick ass. You all think soft serve is better just because Joe Biden likes ice cream? <laughs> uh, this uh, this letter is from Mike and says, Arnie, I would have to say that the best part, or at least my favorite part of the show, is how you look at things when the guy who went to jail because he wanted more broccoli. But your rant, which was one of, was great, by the way, after the shooting the other day, really made me hear the disgust in your voice with society. And I've been thinking about it since then. I, too, wish more people took responsibility for raising a bunch of soft pussy kids that are ruining society. 
I really hope this madness can end someday soon. Boy, your lips to God's ears with that. Played an interesting opener this morning. Uh, this is uh, Dana White. This next generation is just such a fucking group of pussies, man. I, I just, the, for, for the small group of savages out there, run these fucking kids right over, man. And the bad thing is, is that the, that small group of savages doesn't need to be told that. They're just going to instinctually do it. Um, they're furthering this propaganda that this Mauricio um, Garcia fella is a white supremacist. You know, they've shown the tattoos. Um I wouldn't be a fair broadcaster if I didn't give you a, a, a something that I heard. Three of the last big shootings in the state of Texas have happened. They've happened three weeks in a row. We had that feller who shot up the family um, and then went on the run and was caught trying to sneak over the border. Then we had a guy, Hispanic, take a car to a detainee center and 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 run down eight people killing them. And then of course we had the Allen shooting where a white nationalist named Mauricio Garcia whose parents had to be interviewed by the FBI with a translator were told is a white supremacist. I saw a report and I'm not claiming this to be true. I'm just claiming to to hear what I said. And and every once in a while, and you know I do not like this guy, and I've said this about him a number of times. Alex Jones, who everybody likes to say is oh, he's the next Nostradamus. No, he's not. He throws a bunch of shit up against the wall, and every once in a while, something'll stick. That's the best credit I can give. And he says there was a high ranking official that said that Mexican cartels are working. Now, they said with the Biden administration, which I have a hard time believing it's the Biden administration, but I understand it's Alex Jones, that the drug cartels are working in cahoots with people on this side of the border, and what they do is they take members of these people's families and say, if you ever want to see them again, you have to go do this. Now, I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying it's very interesting that the last three big, big things to happen, the, the car running over people, the, the gunning down of, of civilians at a mall, and the killing of a family down you know, near the Houston area, all perpetrated by Hispanics. Is there something to look into here? I don't know. Do I want Alex Jones to be right? Of course I do not. Um, here, here for Dana White right there. My son was sparring in Taekwondo last week and took a slight kick to the chin and barely flinched, and his arm was bruised from all the blocks. I was so proud he remembered to block and proud he didn't cry like a pussy like another kid who barely got tapped and literally ran to his mommy. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Before I go on anything further here, they allow kids to cry in the Taekwondo classes? Is is that a new school philosophy? I I, I mean I I don't remember any karate movies I saw when the little kids were training that uh that allowed them to cry. 
that that's a new thing. Because let, let me just tell you, uh, when I start teaching my, uh, my, my redneck kung fu, when we open one of my training centers, and we're, and we're actually doing, you know, redneck kung fu, I mean, when you open the door, instead of a ding-dong going off, this is what'll play. If a man comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi ya him, right? Um, if I have any students that start to cry in class, they're, they're out of the class. They're gone. And it, it, it's not, I'm weeding it. No, no, you, you, there's no crying. You, you can't cry. You, there's no crying in a, in a fight. You got into a fight. You signed up for Taekwondo, bad things are going to happen to you. You're going to get kicked. You're going to get punched. You don't like to be kicked and punched? Then don't join Taekwondo. Uh, tell me they are cartel. I'll believe you. But white supremacists? Yeah. All the best white supremacists need translators. Yeah, well, well, Tommy said it on Twitter the best. He goes, oh, wow, these white supremacy clues are, groups are, are, are really getting into the, the diversity program, and they believe in inclusivity. Funny that uh, the transgender of mental health are swept under the rug if the man's automatically a white supremacist and right-wing death squad. Yeah. Some kids do, and their masters tell them they can't take a hit. They shouldn't be there. Bam. There's a reason I love that school. Good. No crying baseball. No. Redneck Kung Fu. We don't say hi-ya. We say yee-haw. Like Sensei Murphy used to say, karate man, bleed on the inside. <laughs> I'm a karate man. I bruise on the inside. That's one of the greatest lines ever. Hashtag trading places. Um, the, I, I'm very disgusted that they, they have dojos that, that allow kids to cry. Is, is this what happened? Wait a second. Hold on. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I, I could just stay on talking about this for the rest of the show because this is funny to me. Um, did y'all ever watch that TV show, uh, Friday Night Tykes? about a youth football league here in Texas. It's a national show. And it was set around a league of eight-year-olds. Now, now I will tell you I'm the most competitive person you'll meet when it comes to sports and things like that. Not very competitive anymore because I'm old and fat and broken down. Um, yeah, Mage watched that show, and they, they taught eight-year-olds. And I thought at eight or nine is maybe a little too young I think the basics should be taught, but I respected the league because the league knew what they were. They were a bunch of teams that played that wanted to win. Not every kid got to play. You only played if you practiced and you were good. Now, okay. I, and, and by the way, everybody in the league knew about that, right? The first season they had this mom on there whose kid joined one of these teams. And I'll never forget the first episode. She's like, we're tired of playing in those leagues where everybody gets trophies. That was her quote. Sure enough, she went to go. Her, her son was an offensive lineman who was a fat kid. Shocking, because mama's running everything. There's so many things in there. Um, the kid wasn't any good. He never got to play. And by the way, the team wasn't that good. The team wasn't that good. 
But this kid was so bad, he couldn't even start on that team. And mom tried and tried. And if you watch the first season, you all know who I'm talking about. This mom tried and tried to, to, I mean, she was team mom for a while, bringing drinks, you know, buying the, a love seat for the coach. I, I, just crazy shit, right? And he's like, I'm not starting him. She's like, no, 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 no. Team missed the playoffs because they weren't that good. And you know what she did? That's right, you guessed it. She went out and bought the entire team. Trophies. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Mm-hmm. My daughter gets her participation trophy for Little League. I think I'm going to get mysteriously lost somewhere in the house. I hope so. That mom infiltrated that league. Is that... I, I do notice this a lot, and I know it's because of the uh, the popularity of MMA, the UFC, and other organizations. I've noticed a lot more dojos around town lately. A lot more karate, jujitsu, taekwondo. Don't see a lot of kung fu places. Don't see hardly any aikido places. You know, but 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 I digress. I digress when it comes to whatever teachings you want to go to. I see a lot of these places now. So you're telling me that they have some of these places that possibly could be open? where the kids just kind of wrestle around, and if a kid cries, they break the move. Boy, that kid's going to get the shit beat out of them. I've been to my son's football coach since third grade. Funny thing is the reason why is because I'm cheap, and you don't have to pay when you're coach. Also, making my son extra laps just because was great and funny. Amen to that. Oh. Hey, mate, mate you, you want a good one here? You want a good one here next football season if you're the coach? Take the bag of footballs, and, and before every practice, you tell them, hey, there are, let's say, 14 footballs in the bag. If there aren't 14 footballs in this bag, at the end of practice, you have to run for every ball that's gone. And you know what you do? You hold If, if the practice is good, you maybe let them off this time, just run in regular laps. Maybe you have them run one, but if practice is bad, you lose like three or four of those balls. Whoops a daisy. And you just put them in. This is where you got to bring your own duffel bags and stuff. You hide them in there. Make the kid, we, They used to do that with us with baseballs. If we had a bad baseball practice, our coach Tony, we would count the balls. But when practice started, we had 25 balls. And if we didn't have 25 balls, we had to run a huge lap. And those motherfuckers would collect the balls if we didn't practice hard. By the way, I didn't figure that out until I was long gone that team. I did that. They ran two extra miles, so eight laps. Good. Good. Do you know the tricks? That's fantastic. I love it. God, we're softening up the martial arts now. Uh, you know, you know, you know what? I'm gonna tell you when it started. I I I I just had an epiphany. Holy shit. Holy shit, I just figured it out. Man, oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. There is one game out there, and I have a hard time calling it a sport. Get out of here, dog. Nobody wants you. Get out. Out. 
there is a game out there that is brutally honest with you. That you can either do it or you can't. And I will not call it a sport. The end of America started to happen when they put bumpers up in bowling. I figured it out. That was right before everybody started getting trophies. You take your kid. See, see, this is, the, uh, once again, hey, hey, you, you know I tell you guys the truth here. And I am that old man. On the porch. Ever notice how you come across somebody once in a while that you shouldn't have fucked with? That's me. Yeah, you're goddamn right it's me. And I'm going to tell you why it's me. Because when I was growing up, I had an uncle that was a fucking awesome bowler. And every time I got to see that uncle, you know where we went? Went to the fucking bowling alley. And I'm talking like six or seven years old. You know what they didn't have at the bowling alleys when little Arnie was six or seven? And by little Arnie, I mean little round Arnie. You know what they didn't have? They didn't have no bumper bowling then. You know Arnie one time bowled a three game? A three? I knocked down three pins in ten frames. Everything else was El Gutterballo. And you know what it taught me? A, it taught me I fucking hate bowling. And the second thing it taught me is if you want to be good at something, you should practice. You have to work at it. But nowadays, kids just go out there with the bumpers on there. Why not give them cocaine, too? I mean, you're robbing them of of such an amazing lesson that you can either do it or you can't. Now they put these faggoty, and I'll say it, they put these faggoty bumpers up there. You blow those bumpers up when my kid's bowling, I'm going to fucking cut a hole in them. Uh Uh-uh, not on my watch. Three pins in ten frames, are you retarded? I was six. I was six and my uncle had me using a 12-pound ball. I can see bumper bowling for toddlers, but once you've learned how to do it, the bumpers are like endless lives and video games, and the sense of immortality and entitlement lead kids to growing up and being disillusioned with life. Very true. And then becoming a mass murderer. Absolutely, that, that right there gets the biggest ever. Correct the mundo. You look into serial killers. You look into mass murders. And you look into their histories, and the one thing you'll find that they all share in common they all had bumper bowling. We nailed it right there. We need to, Ogre, you and I need to go apply for the FBI's BAU. We will, we will end. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. First thing we do is we go and shut down all bumper bowling across the nation. I'm the FBI. I can do whatever the fuck I want. We shut it down. And then you will magically see serial killers and mass killers are, are, are a thing of the past. You're welcome, America. And I didn't have to ban one fucking gun. God almighty. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I almost have a hard-on for America right now. I, 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 I'm being totally serious. This, this is one of the greatest things I've ever thought of. I mean, whenever I walk into a bowling alley, this should play. Because I have single-handedly 
saved America again. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I you know what Lee Greenwood doesn't sing about in this song? Bumpers in bowling alleys. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. We've ended crime. The flag still stands for freedom, yeah. and they can't take that away. You're welcome. You're absolutely positively welcome. I have saved America. If we end bumper bowling, America can be saved. Christopher says, bowling is the sport of champions, Arnie. I love to go bowling. I'm terrible, but I go nonetheless. See, Christopher, this is why I love you. And I, you're going to take this the wrong way, and, and don't. I look at you like my little retarded brother. <laughs> That you're just going to enjoy the time because you 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 save her life. I wish I I I wish I could see life sometimes through your eyes, Christopher, through the eyes of my little retarded brother. <laughs> I hope you find that as funny as me. Um, I fucking hate bowling because I suck at it. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that right now. I like golf because I knew I could be good at golf because I was willing to put in the work. Golf is fucking terrible. I'm not willing to do the work. I won't go out and play golf right now. Bowling, though, is a whole... uh, I hate it. Despise it. And I will tell you, hand to God reason. You You know I'm honest with you. I'm going to say a name right now that I hardly ever say on this show, and I'm going to use the first and last name. If Rob Williams can beat me bowling, I never want to fucking bowl again. And he was in leagues, and I mean, he had his own shoes. Balls drilled perfectly for him. I I whoop his ass on the golf course. I take his money up and down on the golf course. But bowling, nope. Fucking hate it. Ken Dog says, uh, grew up bowling almost every week. You know why I'm pretty good? Because I didn't want to throw it in the fucking gutter. Amen. You're a good American, Ken Dog. Ron DeSantis needs to sign a bill called Don't Say Bumper Bowling. Amen to that. I'll vote for it. You give her participation trophies, and I guarantee you kids stop growing up entitled and will work for after college. Yes. You get rid of the trophies, you get rid of bumper bowling, you make America great again. That's what I'm running on. Yeah, I was going to say Christopher goes to the lanes and while bowling says, Becca. Christopher says, God damn it, and he's laughing. And now, and now he's calling. Hold on, Christopher. Let me do this. Uh, yes, sir. What can I do for you? I just wanted to uh, pay a call from your retarded little brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I just wanted to say one quick thing in defense of bowling. No, no, I'm not putting down bowling. I hate it because I'm not good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a reason why I bowl and I don't golf. Okay. And it's because it, when I when you go golfing, there's no way to eat a plate of nachos and drink a beer. That's it. Whoa. Oh, my friend. 
<laughs> he hung up after that. No, 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 no. There was plenty of ways to drink beer playing golf. <laughs> That's the reason why I played golf. I, I mean, early, 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 early on golf. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, by the way, and, and hey, nachos, that would be tough in the golf cart. Hot dogs, hot dogs are the way to go in the golf cart. But I'm just saying. Decent, decent argument from my little retarded brother there. All right. By the way, that could be one of the most genius segments I've ever had comedically. <laughs> I'm going to save America by ending bumper bowling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, 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 that's pretty stupid, Arnie. But you know what? It's funny as shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking for a song here. Yeah. No, not that one. Uh, where the hell is it? Did, did it go away? I drank 16 beers. Man, oh, man, I can't believe that went. Okay, I'll do this one then. Um, uh, this one is, uh, did, did I do the whole setup? I, I don't think I did the whole setup, did I? No, I haven't done the whole bit. And, yes, I do bits sometimes. Sometimes I do segments, whatever. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, just want to say that I H-E-L-L-A... I don't say that word. Uh, enjoyed your redneck mullet music fest last week with Johnny Paycheck. Oh, yeah. I, I love Johnny Paycheck. I'm the only hell my mama raised. I can't sell my mama short on loving me. I guess that's why she let me go so far. Mama tried to stop me short of stealing. Um, I hope you do more cool, cool music sets like that. Keep up the great show. Um, I can see a T-shirt. Bumper bowling leads to mass killings. Um, this morning, I, 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 my, my set was, uh, I try to keep it, when I, when I do songs, I try to keep them in genres together. Like I started the show today with a grunge type thing with the, we were driving around the other day, I think it was yesterday, and Pearl Jam's Black came on, and I haven't heard that song in forever. Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. Um, and I love that song. And I was like, you know, I haven't played that song on the show in a while. And I was like, okay, I'll play it tomorrow. And I was like, ooh, I can play, well, let's do some grunge. And I did Alice in Change. Usually I do Soundgarden, but I, I, I went for a change. And then the first set of music I did was uh, some all old school country stuff. A lot of Western Swing, Bob Wills, Asleep at the Wheel, Ernest Tubb. I got a special tribute. To, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to do this tribute here real quick after we get done with mail, and we're going to do the last 30 minutes. Um, but, yes, I, I try to keep the music in, in the same genres and, and try to have a lot of fun with that. So uh, there you go. Last one here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Oh! Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, holy shit, you talked about the time you were on Good Day, and I remember I was actually watching that morning, not knowing you'd be on, and actually spit coffee on my daughter because I was laughing so hard when I saw you in that outfit. Yesterday I told the story about the time Dan and I 
uh, we, we, uh, we, we, we zigged and zagged on, on Good Day Sacramento. They wanted to do a fitness report, and we decided that we were going to have fun with it instead. And I put the video up, and the video's fantastic. Uh, she says, thanks for the memory today. I'm going to watch again, but maybe no coffee this time. That's from Heather. Well, that's all. I, yeah, I didn't tell a soul. I talked about it later on in, in the show. I, I was on later that day because we had a work memorial day. Uh, and I was on, and I talked about it. And, and my boss was like, wait a second. You went on TV, and you didn't tell anybody? He goes, you're a fucking genius. I was like, yeah, I know. So there you go. If you want to write me, please feel free to write me anytime at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hook me, hit me up on Mixler. Um, thank you, JS Floors, for sponsoring that. Um, I heard this song the other day. I was flipping through TikTok, and I landed on one of V. Coop's pages. V. Coop has some cool shit on his uh, TikTok. Um, so uh, he, this song was on, and I thought, ooh, I have a little tribute to this man. I love Bob Seger. I wish I would have got to see Bob Seger in concert. But here you go. Here's, here's a double shot of Bob Seger. Get through. It's a given L.A. law 
Take down, everybody wants into the crowded line. Break down, take down, you busted, busted. Shake down, break down, take Just about the time you think it's alright. Break down, take down, you busted.
when Detroit produced cars and music that both had balls. FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Like I said, when I was flipping through uh, B. Coop's uh, TikTok page, Shakedown was it was one of the songs he used in one of his videos. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard that. By the way, everybody called it the, the Beverly Hills Cop song. I was like, man, I haven't heard that song in forever. That's a great song. And I was like, you know what? I love Bob Seger. I do. I, I really do love Bob Seger and American Storm. Not one of his bigger hits that he had, sadly. Um, the video that when MTV used to play video, kids, kids, MTV used to play these things called they, videos. They were like mini movies, but to the music, they were really cool. And this one had like all kinds of stars in it for that song right there. And I always loved that song. And I remember when I when I moved to Sacramento. And uh, Curtis Johnson, the, the prince of programming, was our programmer. I asked him, I was like, yeah, you, 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 on, on, on the classic rock station, you guys play a lot of Bob Seger. And he's like, yeah. I said, what about American Storm? He's like, huh? I go, American Storm. He's like, no, that's not one of his hits we don't play. I'm like, it's one of the greatest fucking songs I've ever heard. That song gets you motivated right there. That song right there, that's how I hunt down the fucking bumper bowlers is with that song right there. Uh, I agree. Bob Seger was a favorite as a kid, way underrated. I was sad to see that he retired from tour. I never got to see Bob Seger in concert. Only a few people I've never seen in concert that that I really, really... It, I mean, some of them died before I was really going to concert age. Of course, Elvis. I mean, that'd be the number one. Queen would be, be number two. Got Hank Williams, but he died in the 50s, so I, I can't count that one. But Bob Seger, I never got to see Bob. I, I, I regret that. I, I really regret I didn't get to see Bob Seger. Anyway, there's another group, and I played them the other day, that I had tickets to see, and I got sick, and I didn't get to see them, and that's Cheap Trick. Good old, just a, just a, a hard jamming, a hard working American rock and roll band from Rockford, Illinois, Cheap Trick. Love that band. God damn, they were good. I never got to see them either. Bums me out. Anyway, enough down memory lane as I as I save the, the world. Van Morrison, yeah, there you go. I listened to Seeker's The Mountain on a Peloton bike yesterday. Keeping with that beat for seven minutes isn't easy. No. Employees at the uh, Townsend, Maryland location of an Apple store. Now, maybe you've heard of this Apple store. I did not hear about this Apple store until yesterday. But this is America's first unionized Apple store. Now, I'm not a big proponent of unions. I understand what they're there for. To protect the masses of employees, like police unions. I understand that you as a a, a beat cop can't walk up to your sergeant and go, Hey, I need a raise. He, he can't do that. They, they, I, I, under, I understand the importance. But I also understand that unions can also be a tad bit on the naughty side. I've never been in a union. I'm not saying I wouldn't be a part of a union. I would have to look into it and see what the benefits were versus what isn't. 
If one of the benefits is they don't come and break my legs, well, then I might have to join the union. Now, far be it for me to say who should and shouldn't be in a union, but uh, this is my show, and I'm going to go ahead and say who should and shouldn't be in a union. The first people that should not be in a union are retail employees. You work at the Apple store, and this is why it's a big story. The staffers have organized, and they want to be able to accept tips. So, so you, you want to accept a tip? Wait a second. You want to accept a tip at the Apple store? A tip at the Apple store. Now, does that mean that that when I leave that store in the mall and I go down to Tommy Bahamas because they like fat guys there and I buy a shirt in Tommy Bahama, do I have to tip the clerk there too? Why are we tipping Apple employees? The most that I want to do with an Apple employee is punch them in the face for talking down to me. When you check out, they show you the screen, and there's a prompt there asking if you want to tip. Wait, hold on a second. I just saw it. Um, if you want to tip 12 15% or none or other. Oh, that'd be a big none for me. I'm already purchasing the product that you've been hired to sell or you've been hired to diagnose and fix. Do you tip your doctors? Do you tip your nurses? Maybe you should. They're unionized. <laughs> Alicia. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Alicia. I'll let her share her amazing news, but she got some amazing news. And I got to say congratulations to her. And I told her good things happen to good people because she is a great person unless it's after a comedy show and she makes you walk 77 fucking miles for a fucking hamburger. But I digress. I mean, it wasn't my birthday or anything. Uh, I bet most of these Apple employees worked as restaurant servers. Uh, Stackart, the official Indian of the show, I'll say it so he doesn't have to, uh, says, that's a none for me, sir. Yeah. Alicia, this is what I want you to do <laughs> with your new awesome thing that, that, that's happened. I want you to start carrying around a tip jar at work. <laughs> and use the phrase from Caddyshack. How about a little, you know, something for the effort? <laughs> a you you want a tip at the Apple store. Here's my tip. Get a better fucking job. Uh, I accept a night position with Kaiser uh, Roseville in their ER. Fantastic. And I make direct eye contact while they turn the iPad to me and press none. God, that's awesome. I can't even look at it. And, and I can't look at them not because I'm ashamed that, that I'm not giving them a tip. I can't look at them because I'm ashamed that they are asking for a tip. You work at the... I'm, I'm looking at a picture right now. This fat guy in a blue shirt and khaki pants and... Shitty fake vans. Hey, why don't you clean up maybe a little bit? Maybe look a little bit more professional. Don't look like such a douche nozzle. Don't act like such a douche nozzle. 
tipping at the fucking Apple store. When does this tipping stop? For the love of cheese and crackers. Uh, would you like to tip? For what? Are you about to give me a hand job? I mean, if Apple's starting to give hand jobs out, I might start going to get my fucking problems diagnosed a little bit more. Well, no, I better not because it's a bunch of nerdy dudes. <laughs> Droid is better anyways. If they turn that kiosk around to me, I'm spinning right the fuck back. That's why I support Androids, because we don't need special stores, because our phones aren't breaking if you fart. Uh, The tipping stopped for me already. If they're not bringing to my table, they're not getting a tip. It's over. Stop asking. Tipping in the Apple store. God damn, I can't wait till I go to another retail store. Here, this is for you. (laughs) Thanks for the effort. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say that. I, I, I really st- I really hate tipping at restaurants because they've gotten so shitty at it. We went to the, uh, uh, by the way, by the way, uh, got to let y'all know something. I tried something new the other day. The Outback right now. The Outback has uh, meatloaf. Now, it comes with a bunch of goobly gobbly shit on top. I put that shit on the side. I got to say, the Outback meatloaf, not too shabby. Not too shabby. And that, and and they've also added a lobster mac and cheese. Stay the fuck away from that. I don't know what part of that. Did they use nothing but, like, you know, lobster fucking testicles for this? That was terrible. I got sick. I can't eat seafood in Texas anymore. The only seafood in Texas I can eat is a fucking filet of fish. Damn you, California. Ruining my palate when it comes to good fish. Tip twenty dollars says the small kid picks his nose. Another twenty says he eats it. Put a home alone and stick your chewed gum on their hand. Oh, for fuck's sake! Tipping at the Apple Store—you've got to be out of your fucking mind. Speaking of being out of your ever-loving fucking mind, California. South Pasadena Police Department said it will acquire 20 Teslas for patrols, detective work, and other duties. That's right. The police force is being outfitted with electric cars. Which means get ready to run. And you will get away safely. Electric police cars? Really? Are, are, are you stupid? What if they get involved in a chase? And the police car has to go like 40 miles down the freeway. And it's been running all day. And you can't get back without a charge. Are we going to tow it back? How stupid are y'all? I'm being honest here. We don't need to fuck around with fucking first responders in their damn vehicles. Leave them alone. Chris says, you know I'm a pro-union guy, but these people are ridiculous. Unions are there for collective bargaining, for fair wages, and ethical treatment of employees. It's not there for you to ask for a bunch of stupid shit and enable your laziness. 
and 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 look, look, I I might not be. I I wasn't raised in a union home. I've never been a part of a union, so I don't know anything about it. It it and and I know a lot of people that are in unions that are very happy with their unions. And I know people that are in unions that aren't happy with their unions. So it, it it's one of those hit or miss things. And I respect people that are in unions that live for the unions because the unions do. At one time, they did a lot of good for people, and then they got infiltrated, and then bad things happened, and, you know, people, you know, got hit with sticks. I sound like I'm a say they got hit with sticks. I mean, they're in a nightclub, for God's sake. How do they keep the police car air conditioning running for the canine? Well, I bet you the, the, the canine union probably won't be getting a, an electric car, but nonetheless, how do they let the air conditioner run all day for them? South Pasadena, where you take five right turns to get anywhere, those batteries won't last for shit. Those electric cars are very heavy. You can't jump a bridge chasing bad guys. No, you can't. They're super-duper heavy. We're going to see more parking. By the way, remember that story I did a few weeks ago about the parking garage in in, uh, in New York City? New York City! Inappropriate. Where they it crashed down. And a lot of people are talking about these old buildings that were built, were built to withstand so much weight, but these electric cars weigh a lot more. By the way, since that happened, four parking structures in New York City. New York City! Thank you. Have been closed. Now, I don't know about you, but... And lo and behold, that wasn't a coinky-dink. That was the providence of God. I I don't know if it was the providence of God or just weight distribution. One of those two. Um, uh, Let's see. uh, Some unions are great. The other times they're shitty. My union didn't do shit for me when I didn't want to get their stupid jab. My current position at my hospital is non-union. I love the people I work with, but it would be better run, and people would be happier if they had a union going to uh, bat for us at times when we were super short-staffed. Yeah. In a high-speed chase, the cop's sleeping while it's on auto. Does real American play uh, as they collapse when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside? Oh, man. I am a real American. So, this whole electric car movement is just... Uh, look, I'm just gonna. Say, and if you drive, I'm not. I'm not judging you. If you drive an electric car, you're doing your part. God bless you. But to me, this is just mental masturbation. It's all we're doing. You think that you're helping the environment? Good. Uh, and 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 you know what? And that's important to you. And what do I always say? Things that are important to you are important. Now, to me. That's just not important. So I, th- this is my reaction to that. I think it's great that y'all want to do this and, and everything, and I, I, I think it's wonderful you want to put solar panels on your house. But until China and India start to pitch in when it comes to the whole environmental movement, I'm, I'm just going to stay quiet. on this. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to tell you how I, I think you're fucking stupid. When, when, it, when it comes to first responders or even better – how they want to equip the military with electric vehicles, I will speak then. When it comes to personal use, the guy I had on the show a couple weeks ago, or last week, Hutch, my buddy Hutch. 
I used to enjoy so much giving him shit because he was very, very conservative. And he drove a fucking hybrid. He drove the old Prius hybrid. Now, hybrids part gas. And I don't, those cars, I, I think those, I think we should go back to more hybrid type cars rather than the all electric. I think the hybrid car is a much better idea. Um, but he used to, he, and he lived in Grass Valley and he worked in Roseville. So he had, a, he had quite the commute, and that's why he got the car. But I still made fun of him because he drove a fucking Prius. I mean, <laughs> driving a Prius, bro. Um, no matter how many times these idiot solar people come knocking on my door, I tell them the same thing every time. No, thank you. I'm looking for solar. I'll come find you. No solar on my house yet. And and my neighbors, they have it. And and I, and I actually talked to my next door neighbor. He's a nice guy. Uh, it, it, his name is uh, no, it's uh, Emilio. Emilio's his name. I was gonna say Enrique, but I knew that was wrong. Emilio's his name. Bad dude too. Well, he and I, he and I are going to clean up this neighborhood. He's got about a, he's got, I think it's about seven or eight months old now. He's got a Connie Corso. Man, me and him out walking the dogs. Now, the Connie Corso, I'd be afraid of. Bubba, I ain't afraid of, but Bubba looks tough. Bubba in that Kanye Corso or Kane Corso. Kanye Corso. Kane Corso. Man, oh, man, we rule this neighborhood. At the end of this block, nobody fucks with the end of this block. Henry Ruggs will spend three to year, ten years in prison after a uh, judge accepts plea deal. Henry Ruggs, hold on a second here. Henry Ruggs. Uh, after judge, uh, the former regular, uh, oh, this is the guy who got in a terrible car accident where the lady burned up. Oh, yeah. Three to ten years, that's it? Yeeks. Emilio. Uh, all right, next one here. This happened in the lovely uh, area of Brazil. Now, I am not a doctor. I am not a medical professional whatsoever. Alicia, maybe you can help me with this. The Hospital Das Clinicas of the Federal University of Minas Gerais in Belo Horizonte, Brazil, is investigating the staff... He's investigating the staff over a um a decapitated baby. Uh, the mama was undergoing emergency C-section surgery when one of the doctors jumped on her body and ripped off her newborn baby's head. The police also said the investigating are looking into whether there was a medical error or negligence. Well, Arnie, have you ever been there? No, it's gorgeous, though. Gorgeous. Now, like I said, I am not a medical professional. I've seen a lot of babies delivered on TV. Now, now this, this would be the, the length of my, 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 my expertise. But I would say if a doctor jumps on the body of a pregnant woman and then rips off the newborn's head, I would have to say that is not a medical procedure. I, 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 once again, when, 
amateur doctor at best. V. Coop says, this happened at the hospital my wife works at, too. No shit. Alicia says, what the fuck? Ooh, doing, doing black girl clap talking. At the time of the incident, the fetus was 30 weeks pregnant, and the fetal medicine team had previously found malformations, including severe pulmonary malformations. Uh, the hospital said Santos was hospitalized with a high blood pressure and a c- accumulation of fluid in her body. The hospital reaffirms that the team made every effort to guarantee the life of the woman. And that committed to clarifying all the facts with transparency and agility. The hospital unit sympathizes. Um, um, Fish Dick says that doctor's not getting a tip. Uh, her husband, oh, God damn. I just saw what her husband said, and this is fucking great. Greatly terrible. Sorry. Remembers looking at his daughter as she blinked her eyes before the doctor jumped on top of the body and then decapitated the baby's head. Now, let me read what he says. By the time they pulled her out, she blinked. She was moving. Her little heart before leaving was beating. The doctors were pulling the child's head and instructed Santos to push. She had no more strength. At the last moment they did, a bunch of people came on top of her Held her, held me, placed general anesthesia on her, and she fainted. The child left, and she was already fainting. Um, I, I, I need to ask a question. It, v. Coop, you said this happened at your wife's doctor, uh, uh, or, or your wife's hospital or whatever. Is, is this a normal thing? Can can doctors just pull babies' heads off? And, and and by the way, if that is a thing, do they sell tickets? Who wouldn't want to see this? I mean, yes, it's horrible, it's awful, it's bad, but I mean, think of it. What did I tell you yesterday? It's about the story. They pulled the baby's head off. Now, I don't know if that takes a great amount of strength. I would imagine it does. I'd literally bomb the hospital with all the pregnancy hormones and grieving, yeah. In California, it wouldn't even make the news as doctors can do that legally. Rip the baby up as it's coming out of the birth canal, no problem. If they get stuck and the doctor uses the wrong tool, yes. If the doctor decides to use any tool in the ER that has the word Toro on it, stay away. Hold on. Let, let me get the weed eater. Holy Christ. Now, I, I'm just going to do this story real fast because I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing these stories. I see these stories all the time, and I'm just going to say we're going to put a stop to this too. Just like all mass murders, we're going to put a stop to. This happened on a cruise on a Royal Caribbean ship. Some dude decided to hook up a camera and recorded more than 150 people, including at least 40 minors, using the fucking toilet. Now, now, now. (laughs) 
Uh, I, I, I mean, for for real here. Let. What what what's sexy about seeing somebody sit down, and then they get up? Maybe you get a small little glance of the of the nether regions. But they're just sitting there taking a shit. And you're beating off to that. The fuck is wrong with you? Stop stop videoing people in the damn toilet. That's gross, man. You're not supposed to mix fun and shit. Aren't you supposed to finesse the baby out? It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. People said, that I can't, I, I can never ever see myself going, man, I can't wait to get on that cruise ship and set up my camera so I can watch people crap. Is my mind just too logical? Am I Mr. Spock? Look, look, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this caveat out one time and one time only. No judgment for the next five minutes. No judgment. Is there anybody out there that likes watching people take a crap on the toilet, like sexually? Like I said, no judgment here. I just want to know: is that is, I, 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 it? I, it must be a fetish, but, 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 but it's a fetish I, 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 I don't want a part of. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I would. I, I don't want to be any part of that. Please don't do that. Such a turn on with the barfing faces. I mean, oh, man, let's see. Okay, camera, check. Hidden area where I'm going to put it in the toilet area, but I'm not going to see any balls or cocks or vaginas. I'm just going to see people crapping. Check. Lube so I can jerk off and watch this. Check. No, that's gross like Amy Schumer porn. Boy, oh boy, that's that boy that that would be a treat for the eyes. As the official Indian of the ass show, if then you will love India. <laughs> Stackar, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. If you enjoy watching people shit sexually, then come to India. We do it everywhere. Or San Francisco, as somebody said. Stack car. You're not supposed to mix fun with shit. Truer words have never been said. The fuck is wrong with these people? Jesus Christ. Stop hooking up cameras to toilets, you weirdos. Yes, I'm judging. Final story of the day. We got to take ourselves a trip. And you know what? Here's the fun thing we were just there. Amen. Ain't no people are place worth seeing there. It's just the real pits. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, too. 
Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. So much better with the Ric Flair in there. Shit, I might have to resubmit that to the Academy. I don't even want to check in the poor toilet after Arnie violates it. Oh, man. Somebody somebody who's watching me take do my business, they're going to get more than an eyeful. A teacher in Tennessee had confiscated a student's cell phone. Now, 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 look, I don't have no kids in school, and I know everybody wants to fight for how important cell phones are. Oh, for the safety of the children, all this kind of Okay, okay. Why you got to have the cell phone, like, on in class? Can't you, can't you turn it on? Turn it on vibrate, turn it on silent, put it in your desk, and not look at it and pay attention. But this girl couldn't do that. So, teacher said, uh-uh. No siree, Bob. No, you don't, girl. Uh-uh. You are not getting out. No, I need your cell phone. And the, the, the teacher, he confiscated the cell phone. And then a video surfaced that showed the assault that happened when the teacher was pepper sprayed. That's right. The teacher was previously decked in the face approximately two minutes before in a separate incident. So people like to beat on this teacher. A student behind the camera said in the classroom, she just maced the teacher. Video then shows the student follow the teacher outside the classroom. She just fucking pepper sprayed me, the teacher said. Do we have the video? Oh, my gosh. Do we have video of this? Oh, we do. Oh, heavens to Murkatroy. Heavens to Bossy. Mace is crazy. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, Mace? No. Mace is crazy. Nah, Mace is crazy. Nah, she just faced it. <laughs> nah. Nah, I gotta go. Why are all these kids on their phones? Nah. Nah. She just pepper sprayed me. She did it again. No. Open the phone is crazy. So many things to say here. So, so many things to say here. Let me just first say this. Um, Kale says, what's wrong with kids? Christopher says, fucking kids. Um, Have to be honest with you. Let's put Arnie in this situation. Reason number, I think this is 8,406. It's a good reason Arnie is not a teacher. Because once the mace went off the first time, all I would hear is, 
We all know that I want to start a company where I go around and I assault children. We all know that I, I want to start ABC where I beat up little thugs. If I'm provoked like this by a, a, a teenager who wants their cellular telephone back so badly they're willing to pepper spray me, well, they're willing to get a beatdown that will, will, will rival those of the angry God of the Old Testament. I'm going to bring hell with me. What, what, what was that line? Hold on a second here. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, this is, this is what I, I, I would have to say something to this effect right here. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You see that? says United States Marshal. Mm-hmm. Take a good look at him, Ike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The Cowboys are finished. You understand me? I see a red sash. I killed a man wearing it. So run, you cur. Run! Tell all the other curs the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? I've never been more attracted to Kurt Russell in my life. My God. Oh, I, 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 would, I, would, I would give that speech in a second. And, and here's the other thing that I'm going to do. After this cataclysmic ass whooping I put on this damn kid, and I don't give a fuck if it's a boy or a girl. I don't give a shit. You shot me with pepper spray? Oh, I'm doing the Rob Gronkowski spike with that cell phone. That cell phone is in one zillion pieces. I see a textbook. I killed the kid reading it. <laughs> I see pepper spray. I killed the son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Pepper spraying a teacher. And nobody did anything. Like, this guy came out of the office, and he's just standing there like, oh, uh, I'm going to seem authoritative. And then some other broad came down and was like, he can't have the phone in there. Uh-uh. This is where you call the sort team in. We've all seen prison shows. When they do a raid on a cell, they got a bunch of guys who got, like, hockey gear on. You bring the sort team down there and put this fucking wombat in her place. Good googly moogly. Ask family, that does it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you, my friends, are in there. So until tomorrow, enjoy your wonderful, even though it's gloomy here, pump day, pump day, pump day. And adios, everybody. Seem to get my fill of that little West Texas town. I've got a sweet thing built right, Betty. Head to toe, she's mighty pretty living in that West Texas town. Friday comes, it's time to roll. Time for me to hit the road. I've got my eyes on the horizon.
ignition that can handle lights up like a Roman candle when I reach that West Texas town. Texas town I drive through hell and half of Texas just to get to her by breakfast waiting in that West Texas town But it comes it's time to roll, time for me to hit the road I got my eyes on the horizon, my little nation that panhandle lights up like a rolling candle when I reach that West Texas town Baby turn the porch light on Your big papa's coming home to that West Texas town. You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.